1: He loves his massa.
0: Hey, hey, hey! He loves Welcome
1: his massa. to the
0: thirtieth take of the thirtieth episode of Born in Trouble. I'm your host, John X. We had such a good groove going here, Mr. Brooks, my one guest, Mr. Brooks. So we started. We starting over. Like, what is this? We have no choice. Like, okay, we have just no
1: check choice. There okay, nothing- well, I'm. I was just providing an opportunity for you to explain to people why you said we had such a groove (laughs) groove going.
0: My brother, it's like if I were to put that episode out, it would be like, so Rob, what'd you have for breakfast today? Well, that sounds ridiculous. We can't have that on this show, bro. We can't have
1: that. No, 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 that's not good. One-sided conversations aren't really conversations.
0: They're not conversations. That's what I do to myself when I'm at home.
1: At least one of the things.
0: One of the things, yeah. (laughs) Well, we won't talk about the other thing. Anyway, missing our illustrious guest, Mr. Gene Hopkins from Los Angeles, California. Mr. Grant Lancaster from Detroit, Michigan. Miss Melissa Ming from... Well, should we say where she's Play from? Lay me some mountain music. Yes, Miss May. One of the great country capitals of the world. Yes. Where they have corn liquor. And, you know, we had given a lot of shout-out to a lot of our, our previous guests on our previous recording, from Dr. Kimian, and the Ruth Dennis to, of course, um, the Honorable Judge Alonzo Jacobs, my boy, Orlando Walters, all these great people that have shed a light on the diaspora. And that's the reason why I have this show. One of the reasons why I have this show, to show that we are not, that we're not a monolith, but to actually show that we come in all different sizes, shapes, colors, um, walks of life, careers, and there's someone like you in this group. This is not to show anyone else. This is to show you that anything that you want to do, that you want to become, it's possible. You can achieve it. You can be it. Don't be scurred. So, don't, don't be a scurred. Don't be scared. Born in trouble is all about don't be scurred. So I'm going to jump right back into this thing. I don't know. Does it sound disingenuous when we say it again? But we can kind of really talk about the same shit over and over again and have no problem with it whatsoever.
1: Well, America you know, refuses to correct one major issue. And as long as we keep tripping over that one same issue, like a lot of it's going to, a lot of it has to be repeated because we're not changing anything.
0: Yes, tell the story straight. It's a, it's that simple. It's as simple as tell the story straight. And you just have a problem with like, um, you have such a problem with history being told in its entirety from the time that Europeans first came over here and stepped foot and started handing out smallpox. Syphilis? Smallpox, yeah, syphilis, and yeah, the original small smallpox uh, blankets to keep the Indians warm in their graves, and um, freeing the freedom of the slaves that was replaced by indentured servitude and the Jim Crow laws, um, amongst other things. And moving forward to now, where people are so upset about critical race theory being taught in colleges, not your school colleges that you have taken it and you've expanded this conversation to include the argument about or the discussion about teaching history true history as if that is too much for people to take now i'm going to go someplace different than where we went in the beginning before and i'm just going to use the term snowflakes
1: you know they don't know where we went before
0: they don't know where we went before, and that's pro. It's probably good because that means it gives us a chance to do it all over again. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> snowflakes. I'm just going to use the term snowflakes. You know, remember when everybody was calling everyone snowflake? Ah, oh, you can't take it, snowflake. You can't take it, snowflake. You know, what is the whole meaning behind calling someone a snowflake? If you can't hear the truth about history. Your whole the whole argument about reparations is that we can't give you reparations because I ain't ever owned no slaves. I I was never a part of that. That wasn't something that I did, and that's cool. But what did you do? You know, were your parents, were your parents or your grandparents possibly members of the KKK, which at this point was an organization that was that at some point in the early 1900s, millions of Americans. We're members of the KKK, and if you think that doesn't matter, challenge me to a fight and see where you end up. Now, do the same thing with 30 of your buddies and find out how that goes. There's a huge difference because there's power in numbers. Of course, that's why they created firearms, but that's another conversation.
1: Obviously, the clan is the 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 apex of that type of behavior, but i would I break it down for people more simply, like, did your father work at a bank where he denied loans to people with the same credit score as the white person he just handed a check to? You're part of the system you know did you, was your debt was your mom a realtor who only showed black people houses in certain neighborhoods mm. part of the system you participated, you benefited mm. You don't have to be a member of the clan to be a part of the system, and to be one of the people who help keep, who help create what we have here today. And that's the thing that people don't want to wrap their heads around. Like, yeah, you engaged in some, your your people engaged in some stuff that was harmful and helped keep the system going. You can't have a system this big and this varied, and it's only like those hundred people over there were doing. No, 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 because then the thing falls apart. Right. You know. You have to have lots of little pieces of the machine holding it up, making the thing work. And that's what they don't want to hear about. That's what they don't want to sort of, you know, own up to.
0: Right. And you have to, if you don't want to own up, if you're not responsible for what you're, for your actions, then what are you exactly? How can anyone, there's a there's a yeah, lot of- You know t- what you are? Proud to be an American, where at least
1: I know I'm free. <laughs>
0: Is that the yeah. is that the white national anthem that you're singing yeah, it's right Lee, now? Lee
1: Greenwood. It might as well be for a while after 9 11. It might as well have been
0: the country national anthem. Yeah, you know, and no one has ever said that, that 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 song should go away like they have, like they've been saying about "Lift Every Voice and Sing," which I find like very interesting. First of all, we were talking about that guy who made that statement, and we're not, and we had agreed that we're not going to give him the credit for, um, for everything that he's been saying that they've been saying. But it's like, the whole point is that how obtuse can you be to think that this is something that was just created in 2021 as a response to the Trump um, whole train of racist. And all right, not all Trumpers are racist. We'll, put, we'll say that, not all Trumpers are racist, but you support racist things, so it makes you racist. If I'm hanging out with a bunch of guys and they're all doing something bad And I'm not actively stopping them And I'm actually cheering them on And afterwards I walk away with them and I go have a beer with them Guess what? I don't disagree with what they did I'm not stopping them from doing it So you're kind of like agreeing with it But how fucking arrogant can you be To say that a song that was written in 1900 for Lincoln's birthday Pushed by the NAACP About 14 years later Played at the National Convention Sung at the National Convention And was marginalized That not all black people even heard about It's no different than that song by Lee Greenwood Are you going to tell Lee Greenwood That that song should fucking go away? Rob, are you going to call Lee and tell him? Uh, I, I wish I
1: could so tired of that song. But you know what? So though? tired of people misusing that song.
0: Considering what was going on at that time in nineteen in nineteen hundred, and it's funny you mentioned that about the real estate thing and these other ways that that the Jim Crow laws that were enacted after eighteen sixty five, how all of these things have continued to oppress and suppress the creativity, the ability, the money making um, ability of people of color in this country to actually achieve personal finance, whatever the word. I'm looking for the right word, but to achieve. Personal
1: financial success here in this capitalist, this quasi capitalist system.
0: Why, that was so good, Rob. I'm going to give you a round of applause for that because I just got stuck and you just came off with like eight words at one time that just (coughs) cleaned it up for me and shit. Supercalifragilistic. Anyway, (laughs) no. Are you really going to? This is the reason why they don't want history to it. This is why they don't want history to it. So that way you can walk around with blinders on and only pay attention to the things that you like. You can be a. You can be an ally when she's got a fat ass and some nice titties. Then you're an ally. Hey baby, I gave to the NAACP, and I got good weed. You know. Now you're an uh, ally. He, 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 that, that's, that, that, that's definitely how he roll, plays the ally card. <laughs> yeah, and I'm listen, I'm not mad at him for that. Hey, because if I was still out there like that, hey, I had no boundaries as well. I'm colorblind. He says he wants to be colorblind. Listen, I am also colorblind. But that's another conversation for another show as well. But we'd all like ideally for the world to be colorblind, but it is not, and there is a history behind this. There were laws that were put on the books. Jim Crow laws. There were people that were murdered and chased out of their towns. There were businesses that were stolen by these people. By other people because of their success and because of the fear of competition. Sound familiar? Sounds like modern day America. These things actually happened. It hurts your feelings to hear that. How do you think those people and the descendants of those people feel whenever they have to talk about it or revisit it? But your feelings are hurt. And you snowflakes think that that's going to be the answer. One of the reasons why America isn't as good as it thinks it is is because you look at a current country like Germany, which has atoned and made reparations to the Jewish people, who were victimized during the Holocaust, and you look at America, and the argument is, we don't have nothing to complain about. Y'all is good here. You have the same opportunities as everybody else. Get off your lazy ass and go get yourself a job. I'm sorry, Larry Elder, but you're,
1: you know, clearly somebody smacked you over the head last night.
0: If I would have been in California, would I have voted for Larry Elder? That's the question, because he's black, just like me. Is that their thought process? We're a monolith? We're a monolith, and we can't dis- I can't distinguish between dark, light, black, African, non-African, rich, poor, none of that stuff. It doesn't exist. We is, we is the same. We is the same. That's Larry Elder's point of view. I can't get behind these dudes right now. I can't. But this song, this song was written in 1900, sir. It's been pushed and sung for generations, sir. Because of the fact that you weren't aware of its existence doesn't make it insulting to you, sir. And if you don't like the song, don't play it. But you should be happy that at that point in time, considering that Gina, Louisiana was burned down, Chicago, I think it's Naperville, Illinois, um, all these places that were killed and burned down, you should be happy that there was any segment of people that still wanted to sing and rejoice about what was going on in this country. You should be happy that the 25th Infantry Regiment in 1906 despite the fact that they were all dishonorably discharged 167 soldiers discharged by a Republican president Teddy Roosevelt and this is a good one for some of you people this is a good one for some of you people who don't know who like to go on the internet and say well Republicans are the party of Lincoln and why don't why don't black people like follow Republicans the reason why is because of the incident called the Brownsville affair in 1901 and that In 1906, that actually led to black people starting to vote against the Republican Party Because of an injustice that was done You fucking look it up I was going to tell you about it, but you look it up Because it may be too upsetting for you I don't want you to be upset this morning I don't want you to go through the day with tears and everything Unable to drive your cars, eat your food be able to exist because your grief is so is so much more than the burden that we all carry. I think I'm done, Rob. You could it you're, be a
1: smoke screen? Could it be a smoke screen? Could it be, you know, as so many things are in this country, could it be a very small group who's just trying to push this to to deflect the conversation away from some real things to to try to keep a small with vocal because unfortunately It is a very small vocal minority, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. that runs a lot of things because it it creates an impression. Happy people don't don't bitch about stuff. So one talk radio theory Mm -hmm. It's a very large one. The reason why there's no liberal talk radio is that people don't call up and say, hey, everything's so cool. This is good. Blah, blah, blah. I love this. People call to bitch and complain. People are motivated by the negative
0: aspect. And
1: so you stir up this very small vocal group. And you get them talking, and then you pretend that that's the conversation of the larger group. They represent a much larger part of the population, and we've got this problem. And you get that smoke rolling this way. And while that's happening, you're over here doing what you really want to do.
0: Right, which is basically whatever it is that they want to do. Yeah. And they don't really – and, and like the,
1: the, not- the fight against critical race theory, you know, you're, you're handing this, this ball to a very small – vocal minority of folks a dying group of folks a dying part of this country and you know of course they get they they, they act predictably and they get all up in arms about it and then the media jumps on because the media needs something to talk about and you have these people who are more than willing to be performative for the camera right um and suddenly you have this issue which you know just teach the facts at some point until we deal with the truth, we're going to keep living this cycle over and over and over again. And at some point, we either have to get tired of this cycle or we've got to move on. Yeah. Or, you know, we, or we start figuring out how we're going to divvy it up. Yeah. America is a huge country. Like in some ways, it doesn't even make sense that this is one country. Okay. You know, that Texas and Maine are supposed to be on the same page. Doesn't even make sense, no. you know that Nebraska and Maine are supposed to be on the same page. Doesn't make sense, like this landlocked, dust bowl state versus lobster chowder and cold <laughs> weather. Like uh, that, they're supposed to be on the. So at some point, maybe we got to start figuring out how to chop this thing up. Like, okay, look, we're gonna we're gonna be more like the European Union than America. You know, and we're gonna have this. We're gonna have this black country over there, and we're gonna have, have a, we're gonna, well, they're gonna leave Florida. You know, all the blacks and Hispanics move out of Florida, and we're just gonna leave that to, you know, we're gonna let that become like Alabama, right? And Alabama and Florida will be one block. I'm not sure what they're gonna do with Georgia in the middle there, with Atlanta in the middle there. Do the brothers just take all of Georgia, mm. or do they seed it, or is Atlanta just like? This cosmopolitan capital in the middle of Floribama.
0: Floribama, Never sure. seen Flor,
1: ne- Florabama <laughs> sure Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, but we 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 got to start looking at. We got to get beyond these these arguments that are being put up there by people who are trying to keep the division going, and figure out if we need to actually make draw some new boundaries.
0: Well, there's profit in the division, and that's absolutely. The, the the real tr- The real truth of the matter is that they've done. They've actually done a good job setting up the country to have local government as as well as national government, but then you have someone like you know Donald Trump that comes in, and these people and like the stupidity, the dumbing down of America, where people actually believe that one person is supposed to be like this is not a it's not a fiefdom it's not a kingdom, it's a democracy, so. For the past four years, we've had—actually, it's been longer than four years because it really started with the session talk when Barack Obama became president. And people saying, oh, that's not my president. It's not Well, guess what? You're still represented locally. You don't really have to worry about Barack Obama coming to your backyard and having a party and, like, violating your entire neighborhood. Yeah, he's not going to change the zoning laws in your neighborhood. He's not. But when Donald Trump came in, they want Donald Trump to be able to change the zoning laws in your neighborhood because he represents what they believe. And it's just not going to work for you guys. It's just not. You can stick your head in the sand as long as you want. But when your head comes out the sand, either the sun's going to be up or it's going to be dark. You're not going to affect anything that's going on. Certain things are just bigger than you and your belief system. And nature is one of those things. Truth is one of those things. Truth is definitely You can, one of you can
1: those. deny things. You can deny the truth all you want, but at some point it will see the light. It will. Whether you like it or not.
0: I think that the reason why critical race theory was expanded into this much larger conversation is it's pretty obvious that it's got nothing to do with, you know, what happened. Because what happened, happened. You're, it's It's not... The the truth is out there. If you're not going to get the truth in the U.S., then you're going to get it elsewhere. So if you go over to Europe and you're talking some stuff and you're saying something that's historically incorrect, it's not going to be possible for you to have that argument or that discussion and win because you're basing your information on mistruths and untruths.
1: Well, I mean, and and a lot of that comes from point of view. There are two at the at the current moment, there are two books out about the Marquis de Lafayette. Okay, And there is one that sort of looks at him through the context of the American conflict. And then there's another that looks at him as a French statesman. And if you look at the American Revolution from the French point of view, it's a battle between the British and the French that they sort of short-sightedly interceded in. And the American victory is not possible without French intervention. Whereas here in America, it's all about American scrappiness. And we got some help from the French. But it, it was an American victory aided by the French, as it put where on the other side of the pond, it's looked at as this is a battle between two much larger powers and the French took our side just because they wanted to stick their finger in the eye of the British.
0: Right. And that's what it we went down.
1: And that's, but that's probably, that is probably closer to the truth than our version of the story.
0: Yes. Yeah. I mean, you've got the Statue of Liberty, which was commissioned by France, given to the United States of America, which was originally a black person. Yeah. And the the U.S. said, no, 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 no. We can't have that. So they changed it, and they sent it back over, and that's your Statue of Liberty because this is what the country is based upon. So many different things. There's so many truths. You know, if, if history were to be told right, even if truth were to be told right right now, it's like the world would change so much. It would change so much. I was looking at something the other day. They were talking about the um, gold trade, and I forget which country it was. It's an African country. And this country owns; they have basically a ninety percent of this major country's uh, gold reserves. Gold comes from this country, and the native Africans there they own five percent of it. So, but it's seem the, the natives own five percent of it. They own five percent of their own gold.
1: The, the the people whose land it is, whose whose property it is, they only own five percent of what's theirs.
0: That's correct. So if you do yeah. some, if you do some digging into it most of the world's resources are coming from that continent. A continent which is big enough to carry the landmass of every other continent on the world on the planet. And diamonds, Africa. Precious min- minerals Africa. But yet these countries are seen as poor and you're not allowed to if you even were to go over to the you know the whole thing about going to Africa, going back to Africa. I would go back to Africa under the conti- conditions that we could bring arms and that these people would actually like back the play, which would be to get the Europeans out of there and get a free wage. And you know what would happen to, this world, to the rest of the world? The rest of the world would be thrown into poverty. If it weren't for people going into Africa and stealing all the resources, there would be nothing. There'd be nothing. And that's a rather radical thought in conversation indeed for even for someone like myself to even say. I'm not someone who's walking around saying that all this stuff is going wrong, but truth is truth. And this is one of the reasons why critical race theory is thrown out there as a bone to protect from a much larger truth of the world, which is yeah, thieves, despots. And the systems are set up to continue that way. Now, I look at this country and I look at the world. And the only way for mankind to get by right now, especially with all this, with pandemics and weather change and climate change, is really to build a club of man. Do you see that happening? No. 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 It's not possible. No. Because there's no such thing so we're basically we're looking at a we're looking at the end of a species we're like the dinosaurs at this point. it's just a matter of what is going to take us out. may not be in this lifetime, but it's going to happen it's going to happen, and it's all because you can't get along because you need to keep your because your feelings are so hurt that you're such snowflakes, you're fucking snowflakes, you can't even hear the difference, you can't even hear the truth about something like history and what happened the way that you have done the way that you have done other people in order to achieve the situation that you're in right now. I don't even think there's anything wrong with it to a certain extent because this is what these people have done. But what's wrong with it is not acknowledging the fact that you could do better. All of that, what's happened has already happened, but you've got all of these different technologies right now and the world could really be a better place. There's no need for all of the negative stuff, but there's always going to be a need because someone created money and money must be must be um proliferated over and over and over. And that's just the way the world is.
1: Uh, it it doesn't have to be that way, but that's the system that we're working with. System we're working doesn't with doesn't have to be that way.
0: It's the system they're happiest with. They're happiest with the system. So
1: Yeah, but they're not. Like those who are like the 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 disparity in the possession of wealth, you know a very small percentage of people have all of it, and most of the rest of us have nothing like we are not happy with it. it does not work, but they have so much power. And so much control over the resources that they're able to keep us in a position where we, they're able to keep us anesthetized enough to think
0: that it does work. Well, you know, Rob, I'm kind of a Darwinist in a lot of ways. Yeah. And I believe to a certain extent what happens to people as a, as a result of subjugation by another, by another race, that's one thing. Um, what happens to you based upon your own stupidity is something completely and totally different
1: yeah but they you know we've got an educational system that has never ever taught any sort of truth you know we have an education system that sets us up oppositionally before it even teaches us to be before it even teaches us to be good people before it even teaches us to be good citizens it sets us up in opposition to each other. You got a seventy, you got a hundred, you're smarter than he is. You know, the education system is bad in so many ways. It does so many things that are against the basic sort of energetic principle of what we are as people.
0: It doesn't cultivate humanity. It's no. Meant to, it, it's meant to control. It's humanity. meant to
1: control. It's meant, And it's also meant to create. This educational system is meant to create pieces for the machine. I've said it a thousand times. It's meant to create pieces for the machine. So, I mean, in some ways that these people believe this. Is not entirely their fault. Yes, the information is out there, and you know what ha- I always say: what happens to you until you're 18 is sort of on your parents and the people who who brought you up. What happens to you after that is up to you. But if you weren't given any of the resources, if you weren't giving the, the the critical thinking abilities, you know, none of that is put within you. If you're just spoon-fed everything, well, if you're spoon-fed everything, your muscles atrophy, and you don't have the ability to feed yourself. So there's a lot of these people that just don't have the ability to feed themselves and they're lazy or they're lazy I, I, you know to go in and dig up and create or to sort of realize this whole other world has been existing that you've been in whether you' were in the cave and just couldn't see it or whether you're in denial you were looking the other way not entirely their fault but that's what there's so many levels to sort of if we were to try to level this thing up and get people on the same page. You're dealing with people who are in so many disparate uh, places, levels. Right. Uh, some people are under one blanket. Some people are under nine blankets. Right. Some people have no blankets, and they're just burying their head in the sand.
0: Right. Well, that's a choice, though. That, to me, is a choice. You know, I was having a conversation with someone this week, and we were having a pretty – it was a white guy, and we were having a pretty good conversation – until he started talking about these people, they do this to Trump and, you know, what they did to Trump and this is exactly what they did to Trump and so on, so on, so forth. And I'm like, we were having a very, very positive conversation up until that Mm -hmm. point. We didn't have a negative conversation after because I didn't engage him because I understand that you can't engage someone who believes in that ideology in something different. He believes they believe what they want to believe. But the thing that got me about it was that, you're such a smart individual, and he's conservative a little bit, but listen, all most black people are conservative. Most American blacks are conservative to a certain extent, so that's where the commonality comes in. But you refuse to see what's wrong morally with what, what this guy has done and what he represents, and that's where we're going to part ways, and it's a moral, it's a moral thing. And I don't think that they teach that. They don't teach that in schools. They teach that in homes. This is something that you get from your parents and from the people that you're surrounded by. And if you don't see anything wrong with morally, you know, there's no, there's no place for you to go. Well, you know, that's,
1: they've, they've built up through the years. They've built a story. You know, it's, that's, the, that's why you dehumanize people. Right. Because then it, doesn't, then it doesn't go against your moral structure. Right. If they're not human... Then it doesn't matter what you do to them.
0: Yeah, and that's the and that's the truth. And then, like people like us, have become outliers in their mind. And then the reality is that everyone is pretty much the same. I always say everyone is pretty much the same. I know a lot of black people cringe when I say that because they're like we're not like them. But it's like this is just my these are my experiences from dealing with people. Well,
1: people, know? I mean, first of all, at a molecular level, we are all exactly the same. Mm. Like we're all vibrating energy. So we really are the same. And then you drop anybody in a different environment and whatever the environment it is, that's what you soak up. And that's what creates these small micro differences between us. But we're all the same and we wouldn't do it. We wouldn't handle it any better than they did. If you go and look on the continent from which all life sprang, Mm -hmm. there's thousands of thousands, if not millions, of horror stories about despots and tribal warfare and people looting and pillaging other you know like that's what people do like war wasn't created by any one particular group it's something that we do right. at times and so we wouldn't handle it any better than they have
0: Human, you know and so to
1: pretend yeah so to pretend that we would do this better is a, a, a doctor dr dennis always talks about don't call me queen you know she has that that hang of uh, people right. calling her queen like pretending that all life on the on the continent was nobility no we're we're we were people and we we were, we're going to screw it up just like we did like you know we were complicit in some of the stuff that happened to us in
0: Africa yes. yes,
1: you know that's just life
0: that's truth see the problem is the problem is that what you just said is a truth, and that's a truth that other people who wish that with a different agenda they would hang everything that that you said on that one last statement that one last statement would be exactly what they're see. You know, see, he's making the point. He's making the point for us and just throw everything else, everything else away. Yeah, everything else away. That doesn't matter. Nothing that he said is like, that's not relevant and everything. But what's relevant is like what you just said right now and everything. Yeah, they're just like us. So why would we give them power over us? And it's not with this. No group is gaining power over you. Individuals are collectively being elevated by groups. And if you don't like that that individual doesn't look like you, and has a skill set that you don't possess, like I used the example like a little bit earlier. Today, we're not we're people are just different. You know, I'm a senior in high school. I could dunk a basketball. Is it is it unfair for me to say to other people you can't dunk? If you can't dunk, then it's your own fault. It's your own fault. You're not six feet. You're not six foot two. And, and like work to be able to jump a little bit higher. So that way you could dunk a basketball. Can't do it anymore. But this is what it is. I'm not any better or worse than anyone because I was born that way.
1: But that's, but that's one of the, the major issues. There's a quote that's usually attributed to Einstein, I believe, that says that um, everything is intelligent and everything is genius in its own way. But if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a pole it'll grow up thinking it's stupid. Yeah. And we sort of we sort of judge everybody on the same baseline instead of recognizing that everybody has an individual talent, there are different skill sets that everybody has, but we push everybody through the same machine and judge everybody on how well they can memorize this set of facts.
0: Right. And this is what people don't understand about memes and things like that. I saw a meme this morning it's an older meme about a black guy, like railing at a school board meeting about critical race theory. And he's saying, I have two medical degrees and why can't it didn't stop me. Nothing stopped me. And I'm out here in the streets and I know, but you know, your situation is different. Everyone is different. You have two medical degrees because you had that ability, but what about the guy that can only, that can lift a that can lift the rock? You know, yeah. What about the guy? What about the guy who manual
1: labor is his thing? But the unions wouldn't let him in. The unions were controlled by the Irish the Italians, and the
0: unions would not allow him in. Exactly. You,
1: you know, know what's he supposed to do? Franklin, Doctor.
0: Yeah. Right. Exactly. Franklin from Disappearing Acts, that whole story. One of my favorite books by author Toni Morrison. He's a handyman. He built. He did construction jobs. He goes out there one day. The union guy says he's going to let him in. That he finishes a job. He does it for less money. Union guy never puts him on, they don't give him work. That's his reality. He doesn't have the ability. he doesn't know the difference between like cytosis and mitosis. and he example. doesn't need to, and he doesn't need to right. so but we ha-
1: we have to stop acting like everybody needs to
0: right we need to we need to create a society that works for everyone, and that's a the society is not going to work. Yesterday, I just woke up and i and I was like in this different space. Where I was like, Democrats and Republicans, and I wrote this really nice post on Facebook. I don't really, I only go on Facebook now to make one statement and just like walk away and see what people are thinking and everything and walk away. I might say happy birthday now. This year I've resumed birthdays because I stopped them for a couple of years. It was just a pain in the ass to like, you know, just write happy birthday for people. You want to write something nice to every person, but you got a thousand people, over a thousand people on your page and everything. You're not going to have, like, nice things to write about everybody. It's just a happy birthday. It's just an acknowledgment that you exist. So And and
1: and believe me, sometimes that's more than enough.
0: Sometimes it is more than so, enough.
1: Sometimes an, an acknowledgment, you know, I, I, I am here. Like, people need to be seen. Right. Which is so why, sometimes
0: just a simple happy birthday is enough. Which is exactly why I decided to resume this year. Especially like, if it comes from you. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, I'm going to give you a round of applause on that one because you snuck that in. But it's not true. (laughs) But it's not true, though. I recognize that you have that acknowledging people is like it is important. It's important to acknowledge that you exist. We all are individuals and we need that type of love. You're not trying to create unity. If you're trying to create unity, unity is actually having a conversation. As we speak, as we record right now, I don't have the TV on, but they had something planned for an insurrection today, Insurrection 2 today. Oh, damn it, I didn't get popcorn. I'm prone to Twizzlers myself. But, you um, know what? It's a
1: bad day. We're gonna, they're going to have to reschedule that because there's a, I guess there's a shortage of some high-end premium alcohols.
0: Oh, okay. And so
1: Pennsylvania is limiting. You're only allowed to buy, like, two bottles at a time now per day. Uh, um, so, like, it's just a bad time for an
0: insurrection because I'm sh-
1: not going to be able to mix cocktails. We should not going to be able to have friends over and
0: make cocktails. You see, we should have got with Ming. You know, I know she's got a pickup truck Because she lives in that state And we could have got a whole bunch of We could have made a fortune by just like Piling up crates of moonshine And bringing it down to DC It's not too late It's not too late It's I not too know. late Well, I know, you know. I know West Virginia and DC are pretty close Might have to Venmo her or something Get her some funds She could make the trip in probably like three hours See, this is the type of creativity That made Blacktowns great you know, thinking that, hey, there's a party going on. Let's get some corn liquor. And the things that made that made black towns bad was that when they were driving back to their homes, they'd get robbed by white guys. The original criminals. So it is what it Here is. Here in America. Here in America. America. Here here in America, just imagine, like,
1: you know, just for one day, tell the story the way it really is. Like, imagine you just jumped on a boat. You and me, we're going to go jump on a boat. We pull up, we go, we cruise down the the coast of America. We see a a place, there's nobody standing there. We're like, just put a flag there. Like, this is ours. Somebody walks over. Hey, excuse me. This is my farm. Oh, this is yours. Boom, put a bullet in their chest. It's mine now. Start you know it's mine now it's mine now and, just, and, and and imagine that's like 100 years that's like a good story like we are going to be celebrated for that
0: yeah well
1: like that's what we do though
0: well you know if his wife if it, if his wife looks good or his squaw looks good then you have someone who's 75% irish and 2% native american now cuz guess what use mine girl
1: the uh, witch call, uh, you know, I'm so conflicted about, like, I really should, I don't know, not really should, but um, uh, like some of the Bugs Bunny stuff, mm-hmm. you know, Bugs made some seriously ridiculous points back in the day But there's one episode where it's sort of a takeoff on that whole Pilgrim thing and Bugs jumps up dressed like Pocahontas, me Pocahontas, me love, me love John Smith. We make a marriage and make little poker chips. <laughs> it's so problematic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even have casinos back then they didn't even have casinos that was before back that was then. before they, it was before they had casino. before
1: they had given them casinos wow. but maybe bugs was the inspiration to give them casinos because pocahontas and john smith are going to make little polka
0: chips i need to check and see if matt Groning's dad worked on that show because that's kind of like foreshadowing polka chips yeah oh nice oh, nice a little bit of you reason. know that's so
1: problematic but it is what it is, but that but that's that's essentially
0: what they did. Listen, I have a solution for all this shit. Let's get let's get all this stuff. Let's get all of the old cartoons that people are so upset about. Let's get the Arrow Gang stuff. Let's get everything. Let's put it all back out there and let people see it and talk about it for what it is and get past it and get over it let's get some systems in place where we can. Well, here's the
1: thing. People. Like there, there, there are some people who are not going to get past it because they're going to look at it and say, that's the way it should be. That's the way <laughs> it was. And that's the way it should be. But they'll be like, seriously, they'll, they'll be, you, you put those rascals in a the theater and people will be like, they'll call it to make America great double feature. And they'll, they'll get their popcorn and they'll watch it. And they'll be like, see, why can't it be like that again?
0: Yeah. Why can't it? Why no,
1: they won't be. They will be. They will absolutely be missing the point of putting that out there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, if you go to modern times, then we have to. Then we'd have to bring in the new medium, interracial porn, which is the most watched porn throughout the country. And then I, I guess you kind of get an understanding as to why they want to keep things the way that they are. You know, because it's entertaining. No.
1: Yeah. Well, we used to play Taboo. We had the Taboo board game back in the day. Taboo is, you know, what that which is forbidden is
0: fun yes. and exciting. Yes, yes. The excitement is just just overflowing right now. Interracial so, porn is the most popular, huh? It's the most popular yeah. on the internet, which is, like, really <sighs> crazy. And, you know, it, it's like whenever anything is the most popular in everything, that means not necessarily being watched by minorities,
1: Oh well, obviously not because to be popular you need populous,
0: you need populists, you need numbers. Um,
1: you know, we I always love out. the 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 and while not while not a large purveyor of porn. I've always loved sort of the the hypocrisy that goes around porn. That being one of them. That but is the, the most
0: interesting pur- thing about porn: the hypocrisy. Uh, but go on.
1: The one of the, the the largest purveyors of porn. Like everybody thinks of porn as this niche thing, but some of the largest purveyors of porn. Are the biggest corporations in America. Yeah. You know. Yeah. The in the in-demand, the hotel porn industry, the in demand service. That's not run by like some guy in a back room with, you know, a couple of mattresses on the floor. No, it is not. That's a company that's on the um, on
0: the Dow. The wages of sin. The wages of sin. In a paycheck. And that's the way it works. I mean, why can't we just, why can't we just, the world would just be a better, well, the country would be a better place. Everything would be better if you just tell the truth and learn how to cope with it as it is. I think we're too far, I think we're too far down the rabbit hole to ever see that, at least in this generation. You know, well, that- I mean,
1: we've gotten so far out of balance with the way we live. We're so disconnected from the earth. Like, you're going to bring out the hippie in me. We're so disconnected from the earth and, and with our true source, with our true spirit, that I'm not really sure that we can, most people can't see a way back. Yeah. Um, And the systems that we've created block us from having a true way back from being connected in that way, because being connected is not profitable for a lot of people. Like there are a lot of industries that have to go away. Yeah. Um, If people, you know, sort of reconnect to their true spirit and their true source, Um, if we take back the earth, it's not there's a story in the post today about some women from Texas. They come to New York and they go to this tourist trap restaurant and they get in a fight. They beat up the hostess because the hostess asked them to prove their vaccination. That's the rule in New York. Yep. Like to go in a restaurant, you have to prove that you've had at least one jab. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's better than some places where you have to prove that you're fully vaxxed, which means you've had two and you're 14 days clear of that. In New York, you just have to prove that you've had at least one shot. Right right they beat this woman up for just simply enforcing the rules that the state of new york has like when did it become when did we get so disconnected from everything that it's just what i want and if you're not going to give me what i want then i'm going to kick you then i have the you're you're infringing upon my liberties and i'm going to kick your ass when did that like become like a common thought like when
0: so, well, I would it think become from, okay. I would think that from the inception of this country, it probably has.
1: Well, that's okay. that's part of our origin story, and we yes. like to believe that that's part of our origin story. And to some degree, obviously, it is because that's what those people who landed here did. Yes, but that's not how you build a society. No, like you can't have a structured society if everybody believes that they can just do what they want. And if you infringe upon that, then we fight.
0: Well, it's not how you build a society that's that's going to last. Um, there's and, two and, different,
1: and ours may not.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it probably won't. There's two different things. You know, there's a society, society, and socialism. Um, socialism is the study of societies. It's not just a form of government or a way of not just
1: on. well, it's not just an economic system. It's not an economic system, which has become a form of government.
0: Right. It's it is it's how you deal with your neighbors and how we interact with one another in different ways. This is, that is what social, that's all in, that's all in the big sociology budget. I, sh- I shouldn't say socialism, it's sociology. Sociology, Sociology, yes. sociology budget. There you uh, go. Yeah, so it's all a part of it. And then we have an economic thing. And the economic thing is something that just is not working for people. It's not working for people. And I think that's probably where you see the two of them start to conflate now at this point. Because it's one thing where in the 70s you actually had a middle class and in the 80s you actually had a middle class where these people had a way out and they knew that they were going to get certain things. Today's reality is most people having one month, if they have one month of finance, before they're basically behind the eight ball. So conformity becomes a thing that you must sign into. You must sign up for conformity, because if not, you know, next month you're going to be gone. You don't really have the leisure to figure yourself out. It's no longer the 70s where you could jump in a van and be a hippie and go across the country with long hair and just pick up chicks that are hitchhiking and bang each other out and you drop them off on the side of the road and you play some music and start a fire. Ask gas or grass. Nobody rides for free. Exactly. That's a that's a different world. And I can recognize the reason why I mention that is not because it sounds great, might sound okay. I don't think that not taking baths and driving in a hot, sweaty car for like a week sounds really great. But just the simple fact that you can't have these things, these are different times. It's a different time. And if you're going to make a statement based upon something that you don't, that happened at a different time, you need to have some type of reference for that time. And what we have is a whole bunch of people making fucking dumb ass sentences and not being held accountable for knowing what the reference is. And that's what Lift Every Voice and Sing brings us back to. There's a reference for that. When Lee Greenwood wrote that song about America, it became like a country United States anthem. There was no backlash for people saying, no, we got to play the actual na- national anthem because that's the one that actually matters. What it is is this is another song that celebrates the country that you live in. There's no such thing as two national anthems, you dumb fucks. Stop even saying it and entertaining it. See, it makes you stupid. It makes you sound stupid when you say that and you make that and you make that a thing, a discussion. It's a mythological title. It's like metaphorical, if and anything, but it doesn't replace your old racist national anthem which says no sleep for the slaves and no escape for the slaves and no rest for you in the fields and everything that's your national anthem you hold on to that dearly hold it tight grip it tight like you would a woman trying to escape you at a party as you're drunk wow you went there I went there grab them by the hoo-ha take away their liberties we're gonna do what you what we want to do not What you want to do? Well, you know,
1: state of Texas is proving that that is always the case.
0: Well, that's just
1: better Florida.
0: Better Florida. That's what I call it now. You know, I, Florida with oil money. Yeah, you know, my, <laughs> my 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 old Texas boys from from school and everything. I see them; they're still okay. They're living their best lives, I guess. The and Texas a, house. Yes, the Texas house. And I, I often wonder, I sometimes want to give them a call and just ask them questions about what's it like, you know, being a native Texan and being a native Texan of some means and having to see all these different things. And I'm pretty sure I know what the answer would be. I'm not going to I'm not going to cast aspersions on them, though. I, I try not to speak for I try not to speak for brothers or let brothers speak for themselves and have their own points of view. But um, I, I'm just curious as to, like, as they see their state, their great state that they love so much, like, turn into better Florida. How are they feeling right now?
1: Well, Texas is a unique. You know, Texas is the only place that teaches, like, throughout state history. Like, they are very proud about their state history, and they enforce it, like, we didn't really get New York state history coming up through school. Uh, Like when it intersected with revolutionary war history, we got New York history, but we didn't really get New York. It wasn't like you took a a year of New York state history, Texas. You do that. Right. That's the only state where they can fly the state flag at the same height as the American flag. Mm. Every other state you go to the American flag flies higher than all the other flags, not in Texas. They fly theirs equal.
0: Well, I always find it interesting that Texas was the one state that didn't get crushed by the subprime mortgage thing because they had these state laws that didn't allow you to take equity out of your house and do refinancing. And for a long time, that's really the basics of the economic boon or the continued economic solvency of Texas. Whereas in the rest of the country, they allow people to take shortcuts and steal from other people. And, of course, it was easy for them to do because, at the end, all they did was turn around and say, oh, it's because of the ghetto loans. It's because we gave black people the opportunity to buy mortgages. And they just skipped over the fact that there were black people that qualified for mortgages that were fixed-rate mortgages that they could have used to keep their homes. And, instead, they gave them these subprime pieces of shit with these huge balloon payments that that it came due that caused so many people to lose their homes and their... And the thing is that it wasn't just black people. They used black people as an excuse to offer these loan products, but they sold them to everyone because greed has no color. Has no color whatsoever.
1: Believe it. Their only color they are concerned with is green yes. or the black ink in their bank account.
0: Exactly. And Texas is still doing fine and the rest of this country, and it's just like a lot of things. If we sat down and we had an economic conversation, I could break down exactly what went wrong in this country, starting from 2000, actually 1999, moving forward, when you go back to Silicon Valley and the dot-com boom where all these companies that were created and these people were getting money doing these fundraisers for companies that were wood.com, for example. And, like, you know, what the fuck... The internet have to do with like a piece of pine. So you and that crashed. And the economy was in such bad shape. And then we start the war machine and the war machine takes us all the way up to twenty twenty to the point where now you have whole towns that are relying upon the war machine. Our whole economy is based upon bullshit right now. You've got jails, you've got police, you've got um Things that you've got the stock market and not much else. Um, Property is being purchased up by corporations and being rented out to people at exorbitant amounts. They just had a thing on the news this morning where New York City renters are now looking at rent increases up to 70%. 70% during a pandemic. People are filling up the hospitals. Um, Four times as bad as it was a year ago with COVID deaths. And this is despite them having a shot or a vaccine. And you've got these deaths rolling up. You've got nurses and doctors that are quitting their jobs because they either don't want to deal with the carnage or they don't want to take a jab. Whichever, whatever reason. And that's underreported. And every time you turn on the news or you open up an article... It's about one other person that did not take the vaccine, did not take the virus, that has passed away. But you don't see stories about people who have taken the vaccine that have passed away. So we have one narrative, and that's not going to help anybody. I say all the time, listen, it's not so much that I am against vaccines or I'm against shots or anything like that. What I am against is doing shit that I don't know anything about. That you're feeding me an obvious agenda for And if I have to go out And I have to bring up the fact that Henry Aaron died two weeks after taking the shot Or maybe was it a week after taking the shot And this guy was a baseball icon He was the biggest thing in black America He was the biggest source of pride Before Ali, around the same time as Ali Walked in there into Major League Baseball, the man was getting death threats when he was headed towards his 700 and what is it, 55th home run, whatever it was that the pe- the one that passed Babe seven Babe Ruth, yeah, 755, 755. Man was receiving death threats. He's an icon. Wait, no, he, no he's 755. wasn't Babe 703, 703, somewhere like that. I think he was closer to seven, maybe 701 for Babe. I don't know. You know, we used to. I used to be a bigger baseball fan.
1: But I'm still at 714 is babe.
0: 714. OK, so seven, yeah. his 715, seven,
1: his 715. Yeah,
0: he's getting death threats because he because he not because he did anything or he said anything, but just because of the fact of the color of his skin and what he was what he was going to replace. He was going to be at the top of a list by his own achievement. And then you have these fools that run around saying that there's nothing, racism doesn't exist anymore. But these are the things, these are things that happen. You have, you have people on the internet that are making all of these, that say the most heinous things to these people. You know, Dr. Dennis has been subject to such like horrible things online for her positions and her, and, and her well, just for, just for her being smart and being better than a lot of people. Would expect for her to be. And this is the reality of the country. This is what, this is the equal country that you're saying. And it's not just the outliers, because if it was outliers, then, you know, that wouldn't be a problem. They'd be gone within a short period of time. You could pluck them out. It's not, it's ingrained. It's ingrained. The Jim Crow laws were replaced by practices that we all use that you all use in order to keep things in the status quo the way it is because we like our stories, we like our narratives of the kid who goes out there and runs a 4 three forty, who comes from poverty and his family didn't have anything and he can't tell you anything about his grandparents or his great-grandparents or anything because they may have been lynched or maybe at one time they did have something but it was taken away from them. You'll never know. You'll never know. And you're happier that way. And that's what you're fighting against when you don't want to talk about history. You're fighting against giving that guy a story and keeping your own comfort, keeping your comfort level. And that's what it is. I I think I've said it. I think I've said it all. Rob For a to- show that wasn't for a show that wasn't
1: gonna happen. See see what I gotta put up with y'all? Like this brother, he just keeps working. Like this is supposed to be a day off. Like I ain't even get dressed yet. This is supposed to be a day off, bro. Although, although I'm half, like, he and I would make a whole outfit because you know I'm half dressed and he's he's half dressed as well. Right. The other half, though.
0: Yeah, that's what that's what they missed on the second recording. The you know Rob's chesticles right now is just like they're just like right in my face right now and everything. I'm having a flashback there. Ah, and you know what? The video had frozen as soon as I said that. It came back to live. You got the little salt and pepper going on there. Yeah, you know salt I'm and peppers here. Seems like you're ready.
1: Yeah, I, 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 it's more like the, uh, like the Sugar Ray Leonard impression. Fish your eyes, young lady. In your whole life, you never see a more beautiful man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. And what was supposed to be a half an hour quick. Because I forgot to say that we're not doing a show this week. That's right. This was all this
1: is the entire point of this recording was to tell you that there's not a show this week. That we're taking the week off and yes. then we'll catch you next week. Not only not only will we catch you on our regular day, but we're also got a Tuesday talk coming for you next week. Yes. And that's that's what it's taken us an hour to tell you.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Those three
1: sentences is what it took us an hour to tell you.
0: And I'm and I'm kind of glad for that. I'm kind of glad for that. Might have went a little bit deep today. A little bit uh deeper than I like to even normally go, but guess what? Hey, someone's gonna say it because you're not gonna tell it in the stories, and like I always say, I can say whatever the fuck I want because you're not gonna listen to it. You're just gonna like make believe it doesn't matter anyway. So it's like, why can't I say anything? It doesn't. You think I'm all? You think I'm off base? So I'll just be off base. The Brownsville Affair. These men lost their money. Jim Crow, this happened. It still exists. You still have it's the practice It's one of
1: many, 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 many examples.
0: Many, many examples. And if you wonder why um, why, um, you have to make America great again, it's like it's not a matter of minor- minorities have to – you have to actually have power in order to affect something. So if you feel like the country is fucked up, mm-hmm. it's your own damn fault because you've never – because, like, no, no – black African descendant of slavery has ever, ever been involved in the nation in the building of this nation or the maintenance of it. You could say Barack Obama, but Barack Obama is daddy is from Kenya. You know, his mom was a descendant of Thomas Jefferson. So if you want to say he's white too, then that's the reality. He also if he fucked it up, then he's also continuing your legacy. And that's basically what it is. I was going to say something about white people being the biggest deadbeat dads of, of the entire world. Because of the fact that so many of us, if we were to run a DNA ancestry test, we all have Irish or um, English or something in our blood and everything. And I don't know. I don't know those people. I don't know those people. So, but. I'm not going to say But you're not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to go there, Rob, because I know, I know I should not.
1: You know that's too far.
0: Yes, I know it's too feel
1: far. feel like that's too far. So, so don't say If it's too far, then don't say it. Don't yeah,
0: go. no, I don't want to talk about children of rape because it's like, it's like, it's something that's, um, it's a touchy subject today. So It I'm, is a
1: touchy subject because, you know, in Texas, they're going to have whole colonies of them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, we are, Well, listen, if they do have whole colonies of front, because we're not talking about it. I'm not going to talk about it. Black people do set the precedent for children of rape. So you don't have to take care of them. Don't worry about it. They're not yours. Mr. Until Robert Brooks. What's going on, host, Yo. We gotta go back. This is day. this
1: is not a show, everybody. Just remember, this is not a show. This, this is just 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 to let you know that we're not doing a show this week. We're not
0: doing a show this week. We are not doing a show this week. Born in Trouble. will be back next week with its normal show. So this is not episode thirty. This is just an episode, and that's what I'm going to call this. I'm going to call it. This is not a show. There you go, Mr. Robert. Brooks. I wasn't here. Thank, thank you for, thank you for just like popping in and saying those three words, four words, five words. This is not a show. This is why education is so important. Because I said three and then three plus two. Mr. Robert Brooks. It's all right. You, you were,
1: you. That wasn't your skill set. Yes. You weren't. You weren't the math major.
0: No, I was not. I can dunk a basketball though, or at least I used to be able to.
1: Well, you know, once upon a time, and you knew this full well that no matter how high you bounce a basketball, you can always break a window with a hammer.
0: That is true. And on that note, one in trouble. Peace.